Welcome to the Tech Bytes podcast. We're talking security reconnaissance with sponsor Fortinet. We're going to drill into 40 Recon. This is a service that can provide critical information personalized for your organization about potential threats to company assets, employees, and customers. Our guest is Corinne Chopin. She is VP of Cybersecurity Solutions and Services at Fortinet. Corinne, welcome to the podcast. And you can just give us some background quickly on what is 40 Recon. Well, in Fortinet, we make complex look simple, meaning if it's 40 recon, it helps in early reconnaissance phase of the attack. Um, it's basically scan you like an attacker will do at the reconnaissance phase and give you an insight to how do you look from the outside. So we identify potential threat. We look for uh, compromised vulnerabilities, everything that you can actually pitch and you know fix. Social media platform, mobile app platform, darknet, deep web sources, everything and anything that you can think about to be used by attacker, we will look at you through those lens and give you the context. Now, when you say all that, right, the first time I we talked about this, I thought, oh, that's just like a pen test, but it's not because a pen test says I'm going to you know, get some people who are practiced or experienced in uh, hacking your site, and they're going to try and attack you, your, your hit your attack surfaces and get through. This is similar, but very, very different in the sense that you're saying you're scanning the dark web and deep web services, sources and seeing emerging threats there. And then you're able to automate that and then hit my site and say, oh, you're vulnerable to this. Is that how it works? The similar thing with pen testing is it will yeah. still provide you with budget justification and it mm. will help you find weak <laughs> points before exploitation. So let's get that aside. There is some similarity, but this is very different because in addition to just point thing out to you, it is give you strategic and comprehensive view across multiple domains. And with the mm. expansion of the attack surface today and, you know, attacks being involved through supply chain and through social engineering, that view is really, really valuable uh, for, for organization today. And it's also uh, continuously monitoring you. So if you think about mm. 10 testing, and I'm going to be really, really nice here, you may have done it twice a year. If you're really good once a quarter because you needed to justify yeah. budget for the next quarter or say how good you are in protecting the company. But in and a general- And test is only <laughs> as good as the people doing it. Correct. Is, right. And that that varies a lot. You know, the first time you might have had the A team from the pen test company, and the second time you might have had the B team. And then the third time out, they're like, they're off looking for new customers and the A team and the B team are long gone, you know. So yeah, I'm curious, yeah. what, one of the things you mentioned about this is, uh, two things actually, one was the dark web. I want to find out, you know, why I need to care about the dark web and also brand protection. Why? How is brand protection a, a threat vector? Okay, so we were talking about, you know, threat vectors in general and what people usually think they need to do. And it has to do with unpatched devices, misconfiguration assets. Those are the normal right. thing that cybersecurity team would look for. But uh, attacker are doing today, they're using you on both sides. They're looking at you. Are you a good target to be attacked? And they're also looking at you, are you a good target to be used in an attack? So if you mm. think about uh, phishing attack, a lot of the time they will spin up web website or social media account and they will be using brands. Like think about retails. I think 80% of sales in US are done between October and January. If they spin up fake account, if they get insight into your install base and you know spam them with email, they can get password information, credit card information from your customers, but also they use it for your employees. 
Mm. And most organizations don't regularly monitor mobile apps, stores, similars registered, domain, etc. 4D Recon will do that for you, so you're protected mm. from both sides. So if there's some cyber gang out there trying to imitate my retail brand site uh, or put a fake app that has my company's name up on an app store, that's the kind of thing you'll pick up, which I, as a security professional, might not have realized I needed to be looking for. Yes, and we're also taking it down for you. So mm. the, the offering is a combination of technology with advanced machine learning and automation uh, to spin a lot of stuff fast. But there is also human element that is involved. And as you said, A-Team, it's, it's very critical uh, who is monitoring those and who is able to negotiate the takedown services. This brings right. me to your other question, which is, why do, why do I care about dark web? Um, well, oh, you've got to say are, that right. It's dark web. Sorry. <laughs> Need the echo on there. Dark, dark, dark. The dark web. Corner of the dark web. The <laughs> invite only VIP portion of the dark web. Uh, <laughs> Not exactly, well, but comes hey. comes complete with police monitoring and secret <laughs> services and all the fun stuff. Yeah. I cannot talk about this part of our business. Uh, <laughs> But if if you go back and think about you know attackers, they have bosses too, and they have KPI. Their KPI <laughs> is tied to revenue. They have to bring money in pretty fast. Uh, so there is the obvious topics like ransomware, which you know, there is a clear path. Uh, but there are also doing other stuff. So if they're you know collecting your data or stole credential, they can use them themselves. But what we're seeing is that actually leaked credential or compromised you know VPN credential, mm. the, the top item for sale on the dark net. And uh, by actively monitoring those, the element of time is really very critical because as I said, KPI is time to revenue. So they're trying to sell them really, really fast. By continuously yeah. monitoring this and catching it, you can actually negotiate buying them back and prevent them from being sold outside. So this is why the dark web is And a is pen critical. test wouldn't uncover those things. It wouldn't discover a copied website, you know, using a domain name you know, variation, it wouldn't. Or a list of my, you know, login credentials for sale uh, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that sort of stuff. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more traditional. Uh, what, you know, old server you have, one, you know, orphan server you have. Can I kind of scan and give you an asset inventory? Is your engineering team by mistake expose a production server to the internet? Never done it was in the engineering side just okay. because we're on the record here. When you're monitoring the dark web, do you ever also encounter a chatter like them exchanging, you know, hey, this is a great target because X, Y, Z kind of thing? Like what kind of other information are you finding out there? Well, without naming names, I can actually give you some some example of darknet monitoring and, and the importance of the human touch in it. Because, you, you know, you have to build trust. And I have to be honest, sometimes when we go to those sites, it's like eight different of us and two attackers. So <laughs> you have some fun there too. Uh, but, you know, there, there were customers that we discovered some, you know, PLL, basically millions of records that were, you know, advertised for sale on an invite only VIP dark, dark net mm -hmm. hacker forums. Um, the customer thought that they were actually belonged to a prior breach and that they were just repackaged and resold. And he was always already patched against them, but we could we were able to provide them evidence that it was shared 
with us through the attackers of the age of the data, including screenshot um, and, mm. and how they got in, which is pretty interesting to have those conversations. And attackers are, you know, they're techy as well. well so there's, you- there's multiple advantages there. One is I know what, you know, if the, if you're at the situation where they're trying to hold you to ransom and say we're demanding information, mm-hmm. you can find know if they've actually got the data or not. Okay. And then yep. you could start to make qualitative decisions around how you react and what you tell your customers uh, and how you may have to go and report to public authorities because now you know more, you've got multiple sources of data saying, yes, we've got the canaries going off. We see the firewalls. We've got the seam logs showing us what they did. And we've got this public space, what they're actually doing, you know, in the dark web, as, as we say, you know, what they're doing with it. And I think that's really different that because that's where it really differs from pen testing and from vulnerability scans and threat intelligence, which is sort of passive defense as it compared to this. Yeah, here here you actually see the full flow. You're you're spot on. So you you will get through this investigation and engagement in you know with those attackers. You get the the process. So they were saying, okay, it was a phishing campaign. They got one of your employees in marketing, you know, credential. They were able to use it to get into your CRM. So when you do the cleanup and the mitigation, you actually know the flow. And it mm. allows you to train the people, going back to if it's starting to a phishing campaign, you do need to refresh your training. And mm. it helps you, you know, understand the flow between your system and segments better. And as you said, maybe add more technologies that will fit their reconnaissance phase or will help you identify yeah. unauthorized behavior like deception. So it's it's a great tool to evaluate your entire security stack and the interaction between the product from an attacker perspective of you kind of utilization, what they will do mm-hmm. and how we're successful, how they were successful. I like the plausible deniability. I can say, I can go to my insurance company or go stand up in a a court of law and say, here is the fact, here's the information that I had, and this is the decision that I made. And if you've got all this information, the court's not going to rule against you, right? Or the insurance company can't not pay out because you can say, we have this information to show that we, our systems were working correctly. We were defeated by an unknown attack or whatever, right? Now so I know I how to motivate you. I'm motivated <laughs> by doing good to the universe and making sure that everyone is safe. But hey. No, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, for a lot of companies, I just say to them, look, you don't have to be impenetrable. You just have to be. Um, uh, unblameable. And that's what I'm looking for is tools that do that because that's what actually is the reality at the end of the day. Um, we talked a lot about um, this idea that we do also use pen testing, vulnerability scans and threat intelligence services. This The, the idea that 40 Recon is it's different. It's not the same. We touched on that a little bit, but I wanted to understand more about the proactive stuff. You are actually saying that you're providing remediation recommendations. How's that work? Yeah, so... Let's start from from the beginning, going back to a team and the long process of pen testing, and and in general the fact that you do it once or twice a year. This is a service that we offer. It has three different component, and it's kind of a plug and play. So there is mm. no effort needed. There is a straightforward portal that help help you cut through the noise. So we will tell you you have twenty thousand vulnerabilities, but we are also able to prioritize the one that you should care the most about based on the data of what is actually exploited in the wild today. And then we have a mix of people of technology. So there is AI that that is trained on probably the largest, most diverse data set. That will help us sift to the thing, but FortiGuard Lab Security Export also enhance the offering constantly, and they will do a lot of the negotiation. So we are very respectful for both, and there is a lot of transparency to the organization itself. Their recommendation for a mediation activity are based on full flows. So we can tell you go and you know update 
or patch those services or add virtual patching fronting them. But we will also recommend, like we mentioned at the example, you probably want to refresh your training. You probably want to look at your segmentation rule. You probably want to tie in your you know, investigation on your endpoint. Mm. And this will help them, the, the security team as a whole, to improve their security posture start to end against a full stack of attack, not just symptoms which I find to be really valuable because attackers are looking for those gaps. And the more we can help you know, streamline a flow of prevention, the better the organization is protected for an attack, yeah. which by definition is a stream of you know, tactical events. It's also useful for budget acquisition as well, because if you can show this sort of information to an executive who's, you know, Quite often, CIOs, the only time they've ever run into security data is when a credit card got hacked, you know. And this is not this is not that. This is not that at all. Oh, you're so right. I should have totally positioned it differently at the beginning to say it's <laughs> yeah. it's not the same for the budget justification. It's better for budget yeah. justification <laughs> because it gives you more points in your security yeah. stack that you can yeah. justify. Hi, boss. Hi, boss. Here's 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 150 errors that you know weaknesses we've got in our network. But these are the what these ten are the ones active today. I need money, yeah. <laughs> and they're also kind of, and they're also on yeah. your endpoint. And you also need to talk to your marketing team and improve their you know posture yeah, and all yeah, the social media. Right. Yeah, it's it's a bigger bigger portfolio and bigger budget that you will get. Mm. I have because I, I don't want to spend time haggling with people over budget or purchasing. I want to make it so that it's so compelling that they just go, yeah, no, we definitely need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's definitely easier to say uh, or to identify or to make a conversation of risk-based prioritization mm -hmm. when you do this. And we actually do offer it as uh, as an assessment. So, you know, organization or people on this call who really want to see what's going on and figure out how to prioritize their budget for 2023 mm -hmm. and forward. This is really great because you get to get a really good view of where you stand and what you need to prioritize. I want to ask a weird question here. Um, does this, obviously this is a 40 net product, 40 recon is part of the 40 product, 40 portfolio. Um, and if I've got 40 net products all through my network, that's one thing. Can I use this product separately as a way to sort of, because it doesn't sound like it has to be embedded in my network. It sounds like something that I could start with and look at and maybe get started with 40 net or am I not reading that right? This is, uh, an independent offering. Mm -hmm. It's a part of our portfolio to the SOC team that mm -hmm. has no dependency on anything else that you have from Fortinet. And I right. actually know organizations who have two different approaches. Some of them will say, actually, whoever is coming to do this evaluation should be a neutral vendor. And then we start stepping in and helping, helping them expand their security yeah. and tighten it. And some will use it on a regular basis with us so that you can purchase it as a one-time assessment to see what's going yeah. on, not dependence in anything else from us. You can make it a, an active offering within your stack of security. Again, doesn't have to have anything else from Fortinet. It will work better by definition if you have integration between the product and other parts of your security posture. Going back yeah. to, we do give you remediation recommendation and the automation of that flow buys you time. And we all so if I had a Fortinet SD-WAN or a, you know, I was running Fortinet firewalls around the perimeter of the data center, if I was using, you know, Fortinet experience monitoring, all that stuff, it would be obviously the the, the feedback loop would be tighter and gooder, but yes. it does not not a requirement to use this tool for So if people are listening, you don't actually have to be a 40 customer to take 40 advantage of the 40 tools. <laughs> but you will be significantly better positioned if you third and share all of your threat intelligence in a way that allow you to detect and enforce across your entire stack. 
Uh, so Corinne, very quickly, uh, you, you mentioned at the outset, this is all about uh, sort of a continuous uh, service or product. So how would this fit into my sort of daily operational tasks? How does it fit into my security workflows that I'm going through every day? So if, if you think about security in buckets, this is probably the product that will give you the, the most saving on time and uh, money investment because it fits right fronting everything else. It is running constantly, not intrusion, non-intrusion to any of your processes, and you will get alerts all the time uh, that are obviously synthesized. So it's not a lot of noise, but alerts that are dedicated for you in a timely manner. And you can get into the tool and decide, do you ask a takedown service from us? Do you want us to negotiate something for you in the dark market? So think about it as an operating tool that is constantly scanning you and giving you input to say, this just happened, this, you know, just spinned up. We've just seen this social website, you know, coming up with, with your brand. Uh, and, and it helps you stop, protect, remediate that before an attacker can actually utilize it to go into your organization. Now, there are cases when people run this and we discovered that they're already being attacked, like the example that I shared where the credentials were already, you know, available in the dark market. So right. it can help in both prevent early before they even get in and then prevent from whatever was stolen to being used against you in a flow of an attack. All right. Well, this does bring us to the end of the conversation. I feel like there's more to be said. So if folks want to get more information about 40 Recon, Corinne, where should they go? Uh, 40net.com for products, 40 Recon. And there you can also see not only here uh, the different uh, capability of the product and the awesome UI. All right. That's 40net.com slash products slash 40 Recon. There'll also be more links in the show notes that accompany this podcast. Uh, thank you, Corinne, for being with us. And thanks once again to Fortinet for being a sponsor. If you enjoyed the show, there are many more fine free technical podcasts and our community blog and our newsletter. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at packetpushers. Find us on LinkedIn, hear us on Spotify, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough. <laughs>